This is the Teammates Mentoring Hour on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Teammates Mentoring Hour on a Wednesday. And again, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, again, the starter Hammond text line, if you want to be a part of the conversation or you have something to add, please feel free, 402-464-5685. You can follow on the live video stream as well, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter Live. The Teammates Mentoring Hour, especially tonight, brought to you by the folks from Gallup. Again, this its strengths survey is purposeful. Now, it's purposeful for the mission of setting mentors and mentees in the same space for greatness. All about the greatness, all about the strengths, the things that people are good at when highlighted are multiplied. That's how this works. And every, I don't care what your profession is, I don't care what type of family you're raising, I don't care what kind of relationship you're in. When you highlight the greatness and the strengths, you get more from it. That's what this is all about. Um, we've asked, and, and Audrey and Angie, Angie are here, um, I want to talk about some of the stories when it's, when it shows that this program works, whether it's for a mentor or a mentee, I'll let you decide which, which angle you want to take. But when greatness shows up, you know that you're right. What are those moments in teammates mentoring? Well, I'll share. I know Angie earlier shared about her mentee, so I'll share about mine. Um, she and I have been matched since seventh grade. She's now a junior. And she and I in about ninth grade really started picking up chess I'm not great at chess yet I practiced but it's not my game <laughs> but she loved it and she played it all the time at home so she wanted to play it with me and I think secretly it's because she knew she was going to beat me so you know it is what it is but she definitely did beat me um, and so as she's playing, the reason she was so good that I was picking up on was the fact that she was like three or four moves ahead of me. In her sure. mind, she had already planned out, well, if Audrey moves here, I'm going to move here, and then I can move here, and then I can take this pawn or whatever it was, <laughs> and this piece. And I noticed that about her, and I watched it in her every time we played chess. And so one day I was like, you know, you, you got a really strategic mind. Like, you're always thinking a few steps ahead. And this was before she had done Gallup. That's the thing is you don't even need to necessarily take Gallup to be able to point out strengths. You just need to be intentional, pointing out things that you see someone is doing well. So I wanted to make that plug. But um, so I just noticed that in her, and I said, you're very strategic. You think three or four moves ahead. This is going to serve you so well in life. Um, I, I just think it's brilliant. You're really great at chess because of this. And we talked about strategic a few times after that. And I'll never forget last year, she came running up to me and was like, I'm doing really well in math because I've been using my strategic skills. And I was just um, amazed. Like the fact that she remembered that about herself, could point that out in herself and really have something to be proud of and feel successful about was the coolest thing. It just like, it brought me to tears, but I'm a very emotional person. Um, to That's see, also a strength. Yes. Yeah. To just see her own that and to see how special she is because she has that strength. That's not a strength that I have. That's not something that comes easily to me. And so to see her do that, she's going to be able to do so many things that I maybe couldn't without a little extra effort that just comes so naturally to her. And it was one of my favorite strength stories. Angie, what, what's what's the story that comes to mind? 
my very first mentee, um, she took the Superfund survey and it came out as caring with her top three. And she was very sweet, very talkative all the time, just super positive. And I always, I always saw that in her. She was always help caregiver with her siblings at home. Um, she just had the biggest heart. She was so kind to everyone. Um, she did like to talk a lot, but then she'd always go, Oh my gosh, tell me about you. How are you? Like she just, <laughs> she always, you know, but she just had the biggest heart and she still, she still does. So she's a young 24 year old woman, almost 24. And she is, she's sweet, but she's tough too. So, um, you know, she's got, she's got the heart. When these conversations, when these moments happen, cause it's the moment that's transitional. Like there's that fork in the road where you meet and you go, okay, you now know something about yourself that you may not have been aware of. Then there's the matter of turning that moment into a directional shift, accountability, making these strengths a part of what they use, even if it's something they, they, they don't want to. When you have discussions between mentors and mentees, how often does that, those, those five strengths words come up how often is it a part of your engagement um it depends how intentional you are with it i mean you have to make the effort to bring it up to remember to talk about it um that's part of that claiming and aiming journey if you don't talk about it if you don't relate it to your life you're not going to know how to use those strengths in the future um the biggest thing for me is the fact that strengths build hope and if a student and a child and a even a grown adult, if they have hope about their future, hope about themselves, that's already doing 10 times what it would if they didn't have that hope in terms of planning for the future and setting goals. And so I think that's the biggest step is, is building that hope and then having those conversations about, okay, these are things that you do really well, things that come naturally to you, things that give you energy, things that like you don't go home at the end of the day exhausted because... These are things that are just so natural to you. How do we turn that into something that's going to be an enjoyable career the rest of your life? So it's just intentionally asking those questions um, and talking about it in, in terms of what's happening at school that week, what's happening at home that week. It's, it's, it's never draining. That's not what a strength does. Right? Is that a right. fair statement that the things that you're good at, things that you're pre-wired in your DNA to be magically gifted in should never drain you, right? They, because you're being used right. they're being used how often in this space do you want to go i need to be retested <laughs> does anybody go nope this isn't me like this isn't me yes actually we do have people that say that right? they're like this, yeah, is, this, this isn't doesn't me describe me this yeah. doesn't describe me and gallup does a really cool thing that once you've taken your survey you get what's called an insight guide mm -hmm. and so if you read a strength just for the two sentence definition that it has you might be like yeah i don't know if that's really me i don't Not really me. see that but when you read your insight guide it tells you what that strength is blended with the other top four strengths you have sometimes it puts a little twist on it and as you read it you go oh yeah that might be me but even if you still don't necessarily see it in you give that insight guide report to someone you know loved one, teacher, spouse, whatever, and have them point out things that they see in you because I guarantee you 
they're going to open your eyes for things that you might not have even seen about yourself. Have, have you guys figured out that sometimes people listen to other people more than they listen to themselves? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that voice oh, yeah. in your head that says, you know what? I'm not good at this. And somebody's going, yes, you are. That, to me, ultimately, that's mentoring and coaching and educating. Mm -hmm. It's getting people across the line. And we always talk about growth mindset, too, in teammates. Like, you know, you might have a mentee that says, I am not good at math. It's like, you know what? You're not, you might not be good at math yet, but you're going to work at it and you can learn it. So that mm -hmm. kind of persistence, those are things, too, that I think are you know, having that mentoring, that coach mentality of, you know, giving, giving the language, giving the confidence, giving them the ability to say, all right, I'm going to try again or keep, you know, keep pushing myself. So, um, those, that resiliency, you know, all kinds of, of skills are, are shared and, and given to young people, um, because of mentors who are, just show up Mm -hmm. and focus on what's good and right with them. Mm -hmm. Whether or not they have the language, if you have it, it kind of gives a little more meat to it, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but you can be a great mentor just by showing up, being a coach, mm -hmm. being a good listener, because we talked about, yeah. you know, when a mentor goes, it's not about them. So, you know, you show up and do well, what they want to do and put a smile on your face. And we know, it's proven, actually, Gallup, did the research for us that when a mentor shows up, when a person shows up in your life and they point out what's great and strong and all those things that are so right about you, mm -hmm. that's going to increase that hope that we talked about. That hope is so powerful. Everyone can always build hope. And then that also turns in terms of teammates, it turns into better academic performance. So mentors are not coming in to teach fifth grade math. They're not experts at ninth grade biology lord knows i'm not <laughs> but i come in i point out strengths and my mentee has better academic engagement she's at school more she gets better grades than maybe if i wasn't there and um what's the last one? Oh, and then less discipline referrals they're in the classroom more they're engaged in school all because you have someone coming in and pointing out what's so great and right about you isn't that the purposeful raising of the bar that expectation, because it's been shown through studies at every level and in every social economic chamber that exists, that the greater the expectation, the greater the performance. Like if there are no, if you don't give somebody a list of five, it, one strength people could remove that. But if you tell any human that there are five exceptional things about them, they then work from okay, I'm no longer at the bottom of any pyramid. I'm not, less is not expected. I would think that there's great empowerment going on in these strengths and the packages. I know the survey is, you know, is a word that people will circle, but this is empowerment. Mm -hmm. When you work from a lens of, yes, what you're doing right and what, what you're doing well, it changes the dynamic of a relationship. It changes the dynamic the dynamic of how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about perfection, but it's about working hard enough to kind of maximize those results. So when, when you know what you're, mm -hmm. what you're good at and, and things that just come naturally that you don't even think about. Mm -hmm. And it's because of all these things kind of to circle it back to, to teammates. It's because all of these things that we know every child could benefit from having a mentor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. across socioeconomic status, across gender, across race, across interest levels, 
two parent, one parent family, whatever it might be, every child could benefit from a mentor because every person could. I totally benefit from having a mentor. I consider Angie one of my mentors and the things that she's taught me, the things that helped me to grow is so powerful. And so we have so many kids that want that mentor that are reaching out to have that person pointing out their strengths and building hope in them. And we don't have enough mentors to fill the need. And so that's one of the reasons we come on the ticket. That's one of the things, reasons that Angie and I work as hard as we do is because we want to get those mentors for those youth that are reaching out and saying, I, I know I can do great things in the future. I want a mentor to help me to realize those things, to help me get into college, to help me realize my strengths. Um, and it's so powerful. And, and we need more. We need more mentors. That's We'll go to break here. Three things to ponder over the break, and then we'll get to them when we come back and close out the teammates' mentoring. One, uh, to ask the question, you know, how do folks take the survey, the value of that? Two, uh, the, the policy and the procedure protocol, finding out this information, whether folks want it shared, because it's there. And then finally, I'll ask this, maybe is there a way to find out what may be the greatest Nebraskan ever, what his strengths are? I'll ask you, maybe we can figure out what Coach Osborne's five greatest strengths are. I know every Husker fan I know would love to know that. We'll close out Teammates Mentoring Hour when we come back. Don't go anywhere. More of the Teammates Mentoring Hour is minutes away on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.